Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Memphis, Tennessee, home of the blues and the birthplace of rock and roll. The bustling oasis of Beale Street, the National Civil Rights Museum, and a complicated history steeped in growth and also sorrow. And we as a people will get to the promised land. But when it comes to basketball, it's official, Vancouver to Memphis. When the franchise arrived in 2001, they were known for ugly uniforms, the place where young stars didn't want to play, and of course, they came to play in a pyramid and traded their best player for a skinny from Spain. What followed were some serious highlights. But a lot of losing. By 2008, Pau demanded a trade and got one for his brother. Little did anyone know, but the grit and grind era was about to begin. Grit, grit and grind. Mark Gasol, Zebo, Conley, Tony Allen. Who knows what would have happened back in 2015 if Conley hadn't broken his face. Still, by 2019, there was a rebuild. That's when Memphis met Demetrius Jamel Morant. Oh, John Morant! Now, Jaw has underdog Grind City thinking big, thinking championship. And that's why we're here, in Memphis, with an all-access pass. Keep it locked. NBA Today tips right now. This is NBA Today, presented by Credit Karma, live from Memphis, for ESPN's all-access with the Grizzlies. NBA Today presented by Credit Karma is walking in Memphis on this fine Wednesday, the home of the blues and the birthplace of rock and roll. It's also home to FedEx Forum where the second best team in the NBA plays, the Grizzlies. They have indeed been the breakout team of the NBA season. And tonight, the city where Elvis called home is the center of the basketball universe when KD and the Nets roll into town. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. And for the first time in a long time, I am joined by all of my friends here. Well, all of my friends and then also Richard Jefferson. <laughs> so Richard and I are joined by Kendrick Perkins, Shanae Agumake, Adrian Wojnarowski, and Zach Lowe is going to be stopping by in just a little bit. But I remember earlier in the season, Big Perk, you were talking about how, oh, we don't, we don't have enough games in Memphis. We yeah. don't have enough nationally televised games. Well, you got all of us here. Are you happy now? Yeah, I'm very happy. And look, this is, this is just the start of a new beginning because we're going to be here for a long time because of John Moran and the Memphis Grizzlies. Look, if you don't like Memphis, 
it's because you're uppity and sedity. See, this this is about getting it out the mud. That's why me and Memphis, we relate. We have so much in common, unlike Richard and Sinead, who got whoa, a flight out of whoa, here what? right at 4 o'clock. Okay, <laughs> we are coming in hot yeah. today. All right, this is where I want to start, though, because yesterday, are you all right, Richard? If there was a flight at 3.55, I'd be on that one instead at 4 o'clock. That, that can be arranged. Okay, that, that can be arranged. Yeah. All right, I, I do want to start here, though, because yesterday Memphis announced that John Morant would be out tonight for the second straight game with soreness in his right knee. So, Woj, are there any long-term concerns here about John Morant's health? Yeah, Malika, they're just trying to get John Morant off that knee for a couple days, evaluate it. They're going to have a better sense this week of how much longer he might have to be out, if at all. Uh, but right now, you know, got hurt Friday night, tweaked that knee, and now he'll miss his second straight game. I think we'll have a better sense of it in the next couple days. Absolutely. And I spoke with John Morant yesterday and he said, you know, my, my body tends to heal faster than the average body yeah. does. So he doesn't seem too right. concerned, at least long term here. But I know when I found out that we were coming to Memphis, my thoughts sort of went to, ooh, Kyrie Irving. Happy birthday, by the way, mm -hmm. Kyrie. Kyrie Irving, John Morant and that matchup. That's what I wanted to see. Obviously, no jaw tonight, Chanae. So which matchup are you most excited to watch? I'm going to take a creative outlook on the matchup to watch. And it's Kyrie who has scored 50 points in two of the last three games versus the overall Memphis Grizzlies defense. I mean, this defense has been fabulous ever since All-Star break. I believe they're fourth best in defensive efficiency. And so I'm curious, you know, jaw even said, all right, Jaron Jackson Jr., your defensive player of the year. We talk about Draymond Green. We talk about Rudy, Rudy Gobert, how this defense sort of tailored funneling star players to the help side where Jaron Jackson Jr. can really thrive as a defender. And so I'm going to look at the Grizzlies defense overall, slowing down Kyrie, who has been hot as of late, especially on the road where he makes his money these days for Brooklyn. Mm. Well, look, I, I think it's really Jaron Jackson Jr., KD, like that kind of matchup for me. Now, I know he's probably not going to start on Kevin Durant. Who knows? But when you look at the way they play defense, moving around switches, there's going to be a lot of opportunity. And I want to see what KD's going to do with this young team. I'm going with Tyus Jones and Kyrie Irving. And, and and look, we know that Tyus Jones is not going to go out there and get you 50. But if you look at when Jai is out, they're 14 and 2. And he's he's the floor general. Like, he, his points are up, his assists are up. And I'm just looking forward to the matchup. And he's like a pest defensively, fighting to get up over screens. And in my opinion, he's the best backup mm. point guard in the NBA. Mm. All right. Well, you mentioned it. Kyrie Irving, Janae mentioned mm. it. Or the road games, that's where he's getting his bread these days because he's still unavailable to play in home games because he is unvaccinated. So, Woj, is there any update that you have on the New York City vaccine mandates here? Yeah, remember, the, the vaccine mandate not is, only, is not only impacting Kyrie Irving and the Nets, but the Yankees and Mets, whose opening days are coming in New York, April 7th, and then shortly after that. So you've got all three teams engaged with the city in both leagues, you know, trying to see the pathway here uh, to get, I think, certainly Kyrie Irving here sooner back on the court and I think what, uh, what what's happening now ultimately is I think there's five-day increments of with the mandate uh, to renew it and so tomorrow is another uh, Thursday is an increment and then it'd be five days after tomorrow if they don't tomorrow I think there's optimism that it is coming that there's a pathway for Kyrie Irving to play again for the Nets at home this season uh, but you heard Eric Adams New York City's mayor yesterday say 
the, the, the sports teams in New York, the Nets, Mets, Yankees, are going to have to wait their turn. But there's optimism out there. They may not have to wait too much longer. Well, I'm sure that the Nets, especially, they have their fingers crossed because while there's still no set date yet on the Kyrie front as it pertains to home games, and remember, we also haven't seen Ben Simmons in any games. He's still out with a herniated disc in his back, and Steve Nash said earlier this week, right, that he still has high hopes that Simmons will play this season. But... Brooklyn has just 10 games left in the regular season, and there's still so much uncertainty surrounding this team. So, Perk, you know that Brett Brown saying it's all about how the plane lands on April 10th? For you, as you're looking at this stretch, <laughs> I, I, I right? It's all about it's how the plane good. lands. Okay. So when you're looking over this final stretch, what do you need to see from the Nets to have confidence in what they can do in the postseason? Well, what if the plane don't land, right? <laughs> that's that's the what, that's what I'm looking at. What if the plane don't land? So I, it's going mean, to crash. It's, it's, <laughs> if the plane don't land, it's well, going exactly. to get to the ground. <laughs> At some point, it's going to crash. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen to the Brooklyn Nets. I don't see them. I don't see them having no hope of making it out of the Eastern Conference with a part-time Kyrie, and we don't know the status of Ben Simmons. And look, people could come back and say, "Oh, he's he's going to be a, a elite defender, and he's 6'10", he's so versatile." But again, he hasn't played since June. Mm. Like we don't know what his workload on his legs is going to be able to handle. So I'm looking at how stacked the Eastern Conference is. Part-time Kyrie with with no signs of Ben Simmons and as great as KD has been, they're not making it out of the East. So Richard just sat up like extra straight, like he has That's something fine. to say. So so what's going on, Rich? I agree with Perk. Man, at the end of the day, look, look when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, no team has won a championship finishing seven or below. I think I think the Houston Rockets won it finishing six, and that year they were the defending champions. So they were coming back as the defending champions. It was like if the Milwaukee Bucks were to get healthy late in the season. So I think since COVID and around that time, we've been talking about teams bringing it together, mm -hmm. whether it's the Lakers last year or, you know, the Golden State Warriors this year or Philly this year. All of this talk about teams getting it together. Well, historically, in the 75 years of the NBA, not many teams have put it together in April and went on to win a championship, <laughs> especially the way this route goes. So, right. like, we can look at this and say with almost certainty that the chances of a team finishing in the 8-7-6 spot is probably 1% of winning it. Now, it can be done, but ultimately history says it's not and that And how way. will it be done? Well, it's going to be extremely difficult because if they're in the 7th or 8th position, you're going to go up against the Miami Heat team or Milwaukee Bucks team in the first round where you say the silver lining is, okay, Kyrie would be available if things weren't to change in a Game 7 scenario, but still, that seems way too hard. Okay, well, let's go ahead then to another team that has hopes of making a deep playoff run because, Woj, before we let you go, I understand you may have some breaking news about a Western Conference head coach. What more can you tell us? Yeah, I'm told Michael Malone in Denver has agreed to a multi-year contract extension. He had another year left on his deal next year. They'll add on to that. And now this is seven years in Denver. He's a third all-time winningest coach there. And you see the continuity they've had in Denver from uh, Josh Kroenke, Tim Connolly in ownership, to Mike, Mal Mike Malone, and building this organization around Nikola Jokic, player development. And now a window, you know, you look at this season, sixth in the West. They have not yet had a game where they've had Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. playing together. Still some hope they can get one or two of those players back. This is a team with a championship window over the next couple of years when they get their group back. Now they've got Michael Malone locked in. And you look at, in, in this day and age of coaches, you know, it's coming and going. This is a coach now who has a chance to be in one place for a decade, and you just see the success in Denver. 
I think it's tied so much to continuity and really building a program and a culture there. Absolutely. And from my perspective, I know that Michael Malone is one of the most pleasant coaches to deal with in the league. It is always just excellent to have a conversation with him. But, but Richard, I know that you've played for Michael Malone. What do you make of this move? Well, when I look at the Denver Nuggets organization, I think this started way back even further. I think Josh Kroenke, Masai Ujiri, who is doing amazing things in Toronto. So when you look at that, I think that was a big move. When Masai left, Josh Kroenke then had to go find another person that was on the same level. Brings in Tim Conley. Tim Conley has done an outstanding job. Then they go Mike Malone and they hire Mike Malone. They initially hired Brian Shaw. Didn't work out. They bring in Tim Con or they bring in um, uh, Mike Malone and he's done an outstanding job. But to say that they've done an outstanding job, they've drafted well. Right. They've developed well. That is a very hard thing to do. It's easy to draft well when you're in the 7-8 when, when you have that sure. range. But when you can draft players like Michael or, uh, Malik Beasley and have him turn out Monte Morris in the second round, have him turn out Jokic in the second round and have him turn out to be the first MVP. When I look at it, I Jamal think it's Murray. At Jamal Murray. It mm -hmm. starts at Josh Kroenke, yeah. then it goes to Tim Conley, and it really what Masai Jury kind of began. And that entire group, they've done an outstanding job, one of the best in the league of development. Absolutely. So a contract extension for Michael Malone. Uh, we were going to see what Denver can do in the playoffs because we know that we'll see when they get their pieces back. Will we see Michael Porter Jr.? Will we see Jamal Murray? They have high hopes for this season. All right, we have much more all-access still to come, but also the Warriors, they had an ugly loss to Orlando, and Draymond did not hold back in his post-game sound, so you're definitely going to want to stick around and hear that. Plus, unfortunately for us, no jaw tonight, but fortunately for the Grizz, they've been great without him, so we'll explain. And Zion did what? We haven't seen him in months, and he put out a dunk on socials yesterday that would have probably, I think it's fair to say, won the dunk contest. Stay tuned, gotta, NBA Today rolls to on. Dunk contest. Wow, Richard. Got to play. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NBA Today is presented by Credit Karma. Get the money app where your hard work pays off and create your own karma. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Credit Karma. The Warriors were in action last night in Orlando. Remember, no Steph Curry in this one, Richard Jefferson. So we pick it up in the fourth quarter here, where the Magic, they close the gap to one. And look at this, 85 to 84. This was a barn burner. It was a full-on pillow fight. I don't think I've seen. Watch these guys try and battle. And look, they were trying to do their best. Look, big shot here. Knocked down all of a sudden. Now, look, they've got 88 whole points here in the fourth Richard. quarter. I'm just saying this is not exactly the highest level of games here. Both teams were trying to lose. You got the big fella Bamba knocking down a three. But watch this. Clay Thompson. Oh, 
trying to guard the three, but he fouls him on the play here, Richard. And you can see Thompson clearly upset, but also that's clearly a foul. Well, clearly a foul. Like, Clay has gotten 100 foul calls on plays like that that were not nearly as much contact. But that, for me, is a player that's still trying to get his rhythm. That was just a mistake. But look at this play call by Jamal Mosley. That is an amazing, amazing play. Well, here's Draymond Green after the game. Uh, I think we're playing soft. Um, we're playing stupid. Um, we're just not playing good basketball, and we're getting pumped. So, you know, um, it's hard to win a game getting pumped, and that's kind of where we are right now. No disrespect to Orlando Magic, but that's one of the worst teams in the league, and we can't match that with them. So, so if you can't match that with them, you're definitely not going to do it against a great team. And so um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's concern, but that's what's happening. All right, so back here with the full squad. And, Chanae, I want to start with you. Draymond Green said the Warriors are getting punked right now. That's the word that he used. Do you agree? Yeah, that's not a lie. And if you look at this, I never thought I'd say it, but in the fourth quarter, the Warriors have been, unfortunately, getting worked. You know, they 11 out of the last 12 games, they've been outscored in the fourth quarter. So, roll me my tape producer, Kwaku, baby. We on the road, but we still do it. They've been settling for jumpers. Watch this one possession. A settled mid-range jumper, all right? Look, you have the attack, the basket, lane open. Instead, you settle for a three here. You could have passed it to Wiggins for maybe another easy look. All right, who gets the rebound? The Warriors, they get another opportunity. And I like this moving forward. You share the ball, you're attacking, trying to find the right shot. But guess what happens? You're too casual with the pass. It gets tipped, it gets deflected, and now you have to play prayer basketball, throw up a prayer with under five seconds left. And here comes the shot, and that's the best look you got. So you settle for jumpers, and then you get that worst possession. And again, this is in the fourth quarter, 90 seconds left. But the biggest issue, as Draymond said, lack of toughness. How bad do you want it? The Orlando Magic are eliminated from the playoffs. But look at Cole Anthony. I mean, just hustling for the ball. Look how intense and excited uh, the bench is. I mean, look at them. That's one of those tough losses that Draymond Green will absolutely say is unacceptable, and it really starts with the fourth quarter as of late for the Warriors. Well, but one of the reasons, and we talked about this when Draymond Green is out, he's sort of the heartbeat of this team, and so he's the one that they're looking at to say when things are were going down south quickly, he's the one who's going to shake them up a little bit. Do you th believe, Zach, though, that they're getting punked, as Draymond said? I would never tell Draymond Green to chill because he has no <laughs> chill, and I don't want him to have any chill. But can we all just chill? Like, a lot of those bad shots that you just showed were with no Draymond on the court because he's on a minutes restriction and no Steph on the court because he's not playing. When those two guys are off the court, they have no offensive identity because their whole identity is based around those guys. We are getting to the point, as Perk said last week, that they're running out of time to gain chemistry. Their starting five has played one possession together the entire season. It was the jump ball where Draymond Green fouled on purpose. <laughs> but I'm still in wake-me-up when they're all together mode. They're third in the West. I'm not going to go crazy over losing to Orlando. I, I watched that game. I didn't think they got punked. I just thought they're kind of a limited team that got beat by a hungry team. I didn't think they got punked at all. I don't either. And here's the thing. The Warriors play this style of, style of basketball all the time. But we applaud it when those shots are going in. Like, they play this way all the time. It's actually bad basketball. They just actually hit those shots. So we, we watched them fire up three after three after three after three. We watched Jordan, Jordan Poole starting to take those Steph Curry-type shots. Here's the thing, right? 
We're coming down to the home stretch. You look at a team like the Boston Celtics, who is finding their way. They have chemistry, guys knowing their roles. And I talked about this when Klay Thompson returned, right? Guys going into new roles, Steve Kerr finding rotations, and that's what they're having. They're having those problems right now. It's not just because Steph is out. Look, they held them to 94 points in today's game. Like, that's any coach would take that defensively. Right. Like, where's Andrew Wiggins at right now? Good That's question. like, Good where's question. Andrew Wiggins? This is a guy that made the all-star team this year for the first <clears> time. <throat> People questioned should he have been the all-star <clears> this year. And now he has a time to prove it, and he's not stepping up to the plate. I mean, look, this is his time. And last night, you know what I saw like six of? Andrew Wiggins calls for the ball in the post. Dribble, 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 bad nine-foot jump hook that misses. They just need more from him. And earlier in the season, he was getting downhill, unleashing that spin move of his that's really good and getting to the rim. I need to see that guy. But guess what? It's easier for him to be that guy when their best players are on the floor. But they, Perk is right. Like, I, he shouldn't have made the All-Star game. That's no shame. But, like, they need more. They need more from <laughs> him. Uh, okay. All these <laughs> no disrespect, like Draymond said. No, no disrespect. disrespect. No disrespect. But disrespect. All, all, all this being said, Draymond is back, right? Draymond is back, and he's injecting that intensity. But Draymond is not the intensity. He's the person that holds everyone accountable That's it. down the line. He's the one that forces you to raise your level to sure. match his intensity. So now when I watch Draymond doing this, it's sometimes I look at it, it's like, oh, he's letting them know. What you did in, in January ain't good enough now. And that's the way the basketball season works. What you do uh, in October ain't good enough in January. What you do in January ain't good enough in March. What you do in March ain't going to be good enough in May and June. So he's just trying to tell them this ain't enough right now. And so now that he's back, everyone's seeing And it. we're known if we're the Warriors, especially in the second half, but really when it comes to fourth quarters, that they have to close games, especially at this point in the year. And I think that's exactly what Draymond is doing. He's raising a point where he's saying, guys, it doesn't matter who's on the floor. We play our brand of basketball. We need to take better shots. We cannot get punked because we're no, we know we're rolling into a playoffs where hopefully all of us will be available. Well, and they are playing the Miami Heat, but they're going to be without Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. They're resting both of those players tonight. So, yeah, Richard's face may, may mm. say it all. Yeah, Richard, that's mm. all right. So that's going to be a prove it kind of I'm game. All right. I'm taking the under. OK, <laughs> still ahead on NBA today. He may not be back playing in games, but he's absolutely back on the court. Oh, Zion did no, what no, yesterday? Hush, peanut gallery. Plus, in just a bit, my interview with the Nets head coach Steve Nash. In an up-and-down season, does he see things finally coming together for Brooklyn? And wait until you see how Grizzlies' Jaron Jackson Jr. spends his time away from the court. The most interesting man in the world. Stay tuned. NBA Today rolls on. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gas him up too much since we playing against him, but I think the sky's the limit for him. What a play! 
Jackson's future is obviously bright, and he makes everybody better playing against him, even opponents, and I'm looking forward to it. John Morant has been electrifying this season, and we spoke on Tuesday before the Grizzlies ruled him out of Wednesday's game against the Nets, but he told me that he's not too concerned. He feels his body actually heals faster than most, and he's continuing to get treatment. But the Grizzlies, they have a whole lot of swagger with and without jaw, and John Morant said that he has a lot of that built in the film sessions that he has with his dad after almost every game, because the Grizzlies, they have lofty goals, and John Morant and I spoke about what they're building here in Memphis. Morant in transition. Filthy. Fun seems to kind of be your game. It seems to be your trash talk. It seems to be, I mean, do you take pride in that? I feel like, you know, just Memphis. You know, I feel like that's, you know, our identity. Um, starting, you know, with the grid and grind era um, and now to our, you know, we, we took on that, you know, that role, uh, that mindset to, you know, be like those guys and, you know, no matter what we're doing out there on the floor, you know, we're going to play hard and, you know, we're going to, you know, be very aggressive, physical, and, you know, we'll let you hear about it. There's this photo that was taken over All-Star Weekend. It's of you, Steph, Dwayne Wade, Ray Allen. What was it like to be standing with those guys? What were you thinking? Definitely, you know, it was, was kind of surreal, you know, to even, you know, just be a part of it uh, and actually, you know, get to witness that. And, um, you know, their message was it's a lot of room up there for me. Uh, so, you know, that gave me confidence and definitely, you know, uh, some motivation to, you know, go be on that stage. And I think of fans, and I think of fans jawing with you. I imagine, though, fans can't say anything that your family hasn't said to you yeah, in those film sure. sessions. Is that right? <laughs> still, you know, to this day, and sometimes uh, and during the game, you, like, you still overrated. You still suck. And if I can take it from my dad, it's pretty much, you know, nobody else's opinion pretty much matter. Even if he's not going to say you're a superstar, he's enjoying watching his son. But yeah. your daughter, Kari, she's two and a half. She's not necessarily going to remember being around for what this team is building this year. How would you describe it to her? How do you talk to her about this? I try to, you know, have her, you know, around as much as possible. Um, I even bought her, you know, basketball gold and let her shoot. Um, she's understanding, you know, some of the stuff I, I do on the floor. Um, obviously, you know, with the videos that after, you know, one time I got hurt, she was like, I'm okay. Dad, okay. You okay? Yeah. Daddy, get up now. You got up? Yeah. Whoa. She acts out photos? Yeah, for what sure. Do you Her favorite one is, uh, it was a billboard, you know, outside the arena where I had my arms crossed and I was yelling. And, if I tell her, like, what daddy do, she'll do the exact same. Yeah, do that's her favorite pose, pose if, <laughs> if you accident pose like me. John Morant and Zion Williamson will always be connected after going top two in the 2019 draft. And Morant has played over 100 more games than Zion. And he's also been in the MVP discussion. And as for Zion, he's the only player to ever average 25 points and 60% shooting over a two-season span. And while we have not seen him on the court this season, he did post quite the dunk to his Instagram last night. Have y'all seen this? Because this... Mm. this this is insane. I, I can't imagine. Ooh. 
how excited he was to post this. I mean, ridiculous. Off the glass, between the legs. Can you imagine if this was in the dunk contest in Cleveland, it would have won far and away. And I know, I know, Richard's gonna tell me that's not saying that much because he had some feelings about the dunk contest, but that's fine. Clearly, Zion is looking like he's playing some kind of basketball and in some kind of basketball shape if he's throwing down dunks like that. And today, Perk, Pelicans head coach Willie Green, said that Zion is now cleared to play one-on-one, -on -one, but when directly asked if Zion was out for the season, he said, we don't know. But I want to go back to that dunk, starting with you, Perk, since we're seeing that fill in the blank. Zion's no, no, nah, it was what? supposed to be Richard. Oh, you want Richard okay, to go first? Yeah, yeah, I want right. Richard to go I first. I, no one cares. Thank you. I don't you. care Thank about that you. dunk. The fact Thank that we you. had a 30 second Thank intro you. to it, like, bro, we've seen that. We saw it in high school. We saw it at Duke. Like, it's gr first of all, let me first establish this. I am glad that Zion is healthy. I am z glad that Zion is healthy. I've been a big advocate for him saying that, look, Joel Embiid missed the first two years of his career, and he figured it out, got himself on the court. So I wish that for, for, for Zion. But as far as that, I don't care. That's not going to win a game. That's not doing anything for the fans. Like, that. what does that do? So your word is I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm right I think, and I, But really quick, last thing I'll say, and I think a little bit of it is tone deaf. At the end of the day, when we mm. look at different markets and we look at people that are spending their money their hard-earned money on these games and now you don't play your team is kind of hinted out that that you most likely could be done for the season because you haven't played all year okay and then here you have throwing balls like i'm fine i'm ready to go and so like to me it's like especially when there's been zero communication from you uh, but uh, you want people to buy shoes no 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 let me explain the communication let me explain the communication that can't be your first communication. No, uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. That okay, so one so word? One so word? No, I'm not playing the no, show game. No, Zach, you wasn't on, but two days ago I was asking, hey, why are we not hearing from Zion? No type of communication. That ain't hearing from him. Okay, uh, my point exactly. exactly. So now you're frustrated. Okay, now you're frustrated. I'm not frustrated. No, I don't care less. No, it ain't no, impacting no, basketball you're, whatsoever. You're mad right now. I'm mad at when you. When your head start wrinkling up <laughs> yeah. on the side, you get yeah. pissed off. But here's the thing, right? What I was going back to is that we give Zion a pass. I don't care about that video. No. Like, I want to hear from him. And we couldn't finish this conversation the other day because they cut me off and they went to the break. But here's the point that I'm trying <laughs> to make. Hear from see, you. that's fine. But see, here's the thing. This is the problem that we have. We don't get to hear from Zion. The organization is protecting him. And then we go out and say, oh, well, he's only 21 years of age. Give him time. But this is part of the reason why they stopped the guys coming out of the high school rule, right? Like, you can't come out of high school because... That's not why. Yeah, it is. It's part okay, of it. You're coming, to my, you're coming to my argument about his age, and I think this is a difference right here. If he were to not post at all, I'd understand, because he's probably protecting, insulating himself from all the media, which is... It's been a lot of difficult media, but when you post that, I'm absolutely in agreement with you guys, and my word is, it's confusing, mm, because you have word. your team out here saying, One word. hey, we not... You know, we may not have you for the rest of the season, but then you're showing, like, oh, I can dunk, and you guys should be hyped about that it's extremely confusing so i'm in agreement if he stayed silent and handled his business and then came back to the court yeah. like a lot of stars do and and show people like this is the work i did you'll get the last laugh but this is not how you handle it so i'm gonna follow the direction yeah, and fill in the blank with with <laughs> curious you, with curious oh, curious what a glass and half full i will say i'll be brief i'll just say it's a little bit like we're gonna date myself it's a little bit like not all the way like but a little bit like Ferris Bueller skipping school and then being seen on the parade 
float in Chicago. Bueller. Like just if you're if you're out, just be out. Like if you're injured, I don't I don't. If I'm a New Orleans Pelican fan, I'm like, what? This, what's going on? Yeah. Just 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 be out and you know. We know that movie his though. His team. I I, I don't <laughs> know who's advising him and his team. Like thank his you. His team is <laughs> Zion. I'm not going to tell you who to do, what to do, any of that. But Please. I've been watching this game now for a good 30 years. I've been been with Dirk. I've been with Braun. I've been with Jay Kidd. I've been with Steph. I've been with Vince Carter. I've okay. been with Fan this man. I, 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 I've been right with a now. lot of people. Fan this and man just, because let me, he's preaching right now. Let me just now. say this right now. <laughs> Whoever's advising you, Thank you, they've made mistakes. Come on. Whoever's Let's advising see. you, and I no, only say on. that from playing with 20 Hall of Famers at come the prime on. of their career. We're already talking. We're talking. But see, we're falling into the trap we're talking too much about it it's let's Instagram. go we bump. Okay. Bump. this is it it's bump it's bump let's go, go this to is the it bump. all right <laughs> we are still live from memphis in our all access day and ahead on nba today what a matchup we were supposed to get tonight we'll tell you why lebron is not squaring off with mb tonight when you we better return that one did none of this smoke <laughs> you seen his numbers our last 10 games thank yeah, you but not against them yeah. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Credit Karma, live from Memphis. Our guys, they know we can get to that next step, but the only way to get there is to work. I'm under, right here. What separates the teams from the very top and the teams from the middle of the pack is just how consistent they are. Welcome back to NBA Today and our all-access from Memphis, Tennessee. And by looking at the standings, you'd think that the Grizzlies would be the title favorite in this matchup as they boast the league's second-best record, while the Nets are sort of in the middle of the pack. But while Memphis has just the ninth-best title odds, the Nets, they still have the league's second-best odds. And earlier today, I caught up with their head coach. Here with Nets coach Steve Nash and Steve, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they have been so efficient when they are playing together on the road despite not playing that many games together this season. What do you attribute that success to? One, they're talented. You know, so talented. And when there's two of them on the floor, it puts a lot of pressure on the defense. It makes their schemes that much more difficult. They have more space. So, you know, that's fundamentally, I think, why they're so efficient together. Well, when you're looking at the two of them, I know the fan is thinking, well, what about the third? What about the big three? So what specifically is Ben Simmons able to do right now? Right now, he's really just rehabilitating and strengthening. Um, he's not on the floor at this moment. You know, we hope that in, in the short term, we can get back on the floor and start to build a little bit of basketball activity but right now he's still uh, off the floor. And you know this better than anyone. Time is ticking on the end of the regular season here, and Brett Brown has this saying, it's all about how the plane lands on April 10th. So ideally for you, what does this plane landing look like? 
Well, I think we'd be really fortunate to have health. You know, that would be a, uh, a nice change of events for our, for our organization. Um, some continuity, some understanding. You know, a lot of these teams that are competing for a championship have been doing this for four, five, six years. So there's a lot of corporate knowledge and continuity, things that we don't have at the moment. But can we make the most of our time here, the last 10 games, the, the, the 10 games coming up before the playoffs or play-in game, to really try to find an understanding of the high-level stuff, but also some of the, the details that it's going to take to win big games. Well, at least you've Kevin Durant on your side. That's always that's always helpful. This is a good thing. <laughs> Steve, thank you so much. Man, enough talk. Let's play. The Nets versus the Grizzlies is the first game of tonight's doubleheader, 7.30 Eastern, right here on ESPN, followed by Joel Embiid and the 76ers in L.A. to take on Russell Westbrook and the Lakers. That man you see there, though, LeBron James, we just found out he has been ruled out of tonight's game against the 76ers. So, Big Perk, I want to start with you here. How big of a deal is this? Can the Lakers can afford to not have LeBron at this point in the season? I, I don't think the Lakers care, right? I think <laughs> right now it's all about LeBron and what he could do individually. He already passed up Carl Malone for his uh, second on all, being all-time leading scorer. Right now he's just stacking up his individual accolades. I don't think the Lakers really care. Okay, so let's go to the other side of this matchup then because Thank you. we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> looking at Thank Philadelphia, you. Joel Embiid, and James Harden. They still have limited time to gel and they've already sort of been racing up the standings. We're looking at them as potentially a team that could compete for a title here Chine. what are you looking for from them tonight just for them to really take this opportunity with LeBron James being out they're nine and four since James Harden debuted with the squad they've won three of the last four games so they're trying to build a little momentum and if I'm Joel Embiid I'm trying to get back in this I'm the front runner of the for the MVP conversation he's mm. right you know I believe it's point two points per game behind LeBron James who LeBron James only has one scoring title I feel like oh. when he steps out there that's why he wants to be healthy so he, he can keep these numbers up Giannis is right uh, behind you know Joel Embiid in that scoring title. So, yeah, I'm Joel Embiid. I'm like, oh, no, no, Braun, no problem. I'm going to go to work and try to keep this momentum going for this team that needs it. They've done better than what I guess you can say the last few games and their last few losses have represented. And I'm speaking of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, excuse me, the Philadelphia 76 Well, I think the Philadelphia 76 we forget that they got off to such a hot start, but their strength of schedule was not great in right. those first couple of games that they were absolutely balling in. When I look at the Philadelphia 76ers, I truly look at them that they're running out of time. Like, we made, we made that statement our excuse me, I made that statement about, hey, there's not been many times in history where you go into the postseason saying, hey, we're going to gel and we're going to figure it out there. Not many times that's ever happened, maybe in the history of the NBA. We talked about where you have to rank. So for me, they need to play with a sense of urgency and very, very intense urgency to finish off the season They got a little strong. bit of a gift. Right, and not to mention Joel Embiid. He's looking to be the first center to win the scoring title since Shaquille O'Neal did it. And Shaq, that year? He won the MVP, too. But we still have so much more Memphis all-access still to come. Which one player will be the biggest X-factor come playoff time? Might it be one of the men that you see pictured here? We'll discuss. Keep it locked as NBA Today from Memphis rolls on. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Historically, this is like a grit and grind type of blue-collar organization. We're trying to keep that tradition. Work on it. That's what we're here for. Get in the habit of talking. Keep the urgency. One possession at a time. Together on three. One, two, three. John Morant understandably gets a lot of love, but don't sleep on the star power that is power forward Jaron Jackson Jr. Because on the court, he's a burgeoning defensive player of the year candidate and a fierce competitor, but off the court, laid back, it doesn't even begin to describe it. So come for the guitar playing, the Dragon Ball Z, the Uno, oh, the pants. Yeah, you get the idea. So without further ado, here's the most interesting man in the world, or at least in Memphis. Greatest place in the world. One of them. Jaren <laughs> sending in! <laughs> Shout out to God because he hearing me probably. Show me you snaking around me probably. I'm never wrong, but I know that I might be. Okay, we're done. <laughs> My off day routine, no alarm, just start from scratch. Have a normal day. Normal to me is like what I used to do. A lot of my interests came like leaving school. You sacrifice your youth for this. You sacrifice everything for to get here. So once you get here, it's like, all right, what are you into? You didn't even think about it because you were just hooping the whole time. This is the creative space. You can come in and just get whatever off your chest. That's how a lot of my songs are made. It's just me coming in here saying what's on my mind. Balenci, Balenci, I'm so excited. When I be alone, I just think about it. My mind would be taking a trip around it. That's like my therapy. Go upstairs to the studio and just record. And then we just go about our day. I would say my style is random, versatile, loud. I mean, at first my goal was to just wear crazy stuff so people know that it's okay to be yourself. I have a stylist who's elite, Tony Lowe. She would call herself a painter, but yeah, I'm nothing without her. The temperature on Wednesday is 57. You wanna do a sweater? That's nice, I like it. I'm thinking white shoes. Let's talk about that. All right, you wanna see another option? Yeah, let's see another option, you know what I mean? <laughs> Always just stay true to myself and just communicate through my clothes, man. Clothes don't speak, but you can communicate. Yeah? Vibes? Mm, vibes. All right, you wanna try it on? What are you thinking? I don't really like it. It's okay, though. Why? Too basic? Yeah, you know me. It's gotta be a little, a little more. I gotta feel it. I gotta feel it. You know. All right, we just have to see what you're wearing on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, tune in. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fire. As always, though. All right, Triple J, appreciate the sneak peek into his life there. I, I'm not so sure, though, Perk. Do you think you could pull off that outfit? Absolutely. Oh. You know, hey, look, our dark, the dark skin brothers are so in style. All right, well. The dark skin brothers. Jaron Jackson Jr., he may be the answer to my next question here. But, Zach, I want to start with you. If you're looking at one player for the rest of the season who could be the X factor in the playoffs, who would that be? First of all, every morning I look in the mirror and say, is this too basic? <laughs> and you say, yes, I'm good. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm good. good, I'm yeah. fine. Uh, I'll go with Triple J since we're here. Look, the Grizzlies, everyone looks at them like a plucky upstart. Oh, look, they're so, everything's gravy. No, 
the Suns, Chris Paul's coming back. We'll see what happens. The Warriors are limited right now with Stephanie. Like, you got a chance. You got a chance to make a real run. Mm. But you're, And Jaron Jackson has made an incredible leap on defense. But I don't think the Grizzlies can make that kind of run, that deep of a run. If he's shooting 32% mm. on threes Versatile. and 48% on twos and fouling so much that he has not played 30 minutes in a game in, like, a long time. He's their number two guy on offense. They need a little bit more from him and just a little more time on the floor. Right, and I know that he was on the low post recently and talked talked a lot about what he needs to do to sort of be his best in the playoffs to make sure everyone checks that out. Perk, your X Factor. Tobias Harris. When we talk about the Philadelphia 76ers and them trying to win a championship, we know what James Harden is going to do. We know what Joel and B is going to do. Hell, we know what Tyrese Maxey is going to do. We don't know what Tobias Harris is going to do. And with that lack of depth on the bench, I think that Tobias Harris has to elevate this game because Doc could kind of use him with that second unit. Plus, when you look at the Eastern Conference and his size, you need him to be able to go toe-to-toe with like a Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, not saying he could drop 50, but at least kind of hold his own. And I think he's been he's underachieved this season. So I'm looking at Tobias Harris. Okay, so you guys have all picked great people. And to your point about Tobias Harris, you don't have to win your matchup. Like, he could score 24 and Jason Tatum scores 31. And that you won that matchup right, right. if you're Tobias Harris. But I truly think, though, if we're going to talk about Steph Curry, I think Steph Curry's ankle is the most important thing. He is the best player that everyone's looking for answers. And everyone knows that if he's, a, if he's healthy and that team can get their rhythm, that's when you're talking about a run. But if he's at 60, 70%, we saw LeBron James come back early last year in the postseason with a bad ankle and they just weren't the same. So right. to me, that's the biggest X. I'm going to actually tweet Kendrick Perkins' answer and do we really know what James Harden is going to do in the postseason? Ooh, He's the biggest ooh. X factor. Because, Spicy. you know, he really was the biggest player when it came to the trade deadline. He risked it all to go to a second team in two years and now he has to perform for them to really maximize on Joel Embiid and his health in this championship window. A couple numbers for you. The Sixers are 5-0 and when James Harden scores 25 plus points. They're 6-1 okay. and when Harden has 10 plus assists. He's got a ball and he's got to distribute the ball more importantly for them to have a real shot at this championship that he risked it all for and don't forget his his, his numbers in the last I think five or six elimination games right when they have an opportunity to be eliminated they aren't great so did I win that round yes you I did think yeah. I think ding 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 so here's the thing I got a flight to catch so what we do you have work to do as well so at the end of the day look he knows why James Harden went to Philly for one reason and one reason only, to win the championship. He's playing alongside a guy that possibly is going to win the MVP. But those numbers so don't we, lie. So when we talk about elimination games, he don't have to be the one to take yes, them home. you can't lose he a don't, game. Those These numbers, numbers don't, don't lie. He, got a ball he, for them to win. he don't have to be the one Perk. to take them home. Yeah, he got a ball for them to win. You're getting a phone call. You yeah. take That's care of that. Spam. NBA today, all access from Memphis. We will be back in 60 seconds. NBA Today is presented by Credit Karma. Get the money app where your hard work pays off and create your own karma. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Credit Karma. We're here for all access in Memphis. What were you doing there, Richard? Oh, I was, I was grooving. I was, yeah, yeah. Well, when I think of Memphis, I think of so grit and grind basketball. <laughs> And I think of some good food. Mm. That is what I think of. So you guys want to try some? A little, yes, a little taste I don't of Memphis. I know what do we got here? It was, a reason, <laughs> it was a reason that I signed with Memphis. Ooh, no, 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 no. Ooh, what do what we got here? Yeah. Oh, we 
Pricey My brisket. goodness. All right. I get, we got a little bit of Sugar Shack, and we got Ooh. a little bit of Cozy oh, corner, corner for you to say. Oh, saying, how can you Cozy not, Corner can you for us to sample. Look we at you ready to find blood Look at this. Oh, wow. Right. Get in there. I'm okay. leaving that to oh you. Oh, my gosh. I'm leaving that to you. Oh. I'm not getting it on my shoot. I'm not getting it on my shoot either. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. yeah, I got uh, a little bit of gristle right, there. What you doing, bro? I'm faster right I got a little lion. He doesn't like it. 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 He doesn't we're gonna have, I don't like to talk with my mouth full, but That's we're gonna have a whole lot of all access you gotta coming up on the six o'clock Sports Center NBA countdown, the game on our air. I'm gonna dig into this. My goodness. Thank you, Memphis. <laughs> what are you Memphis. doing, though? <laughs>